Praise the Lord that once again God has given us this opportunity to gather together and praise and worship Him. Particularly after the sweet worship that we've enjoyed. It's very enjoyable to study and analyze the Word of God together. It is not by coincidence that we have gathered here today. And I am certain that something has taken place in our hearts that we are here present. And that is the faith that we have towards Jesus Christ. And as a result of the faith that we have, we've gathered here to praise the living God. Uh, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved as the scripture says anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame for there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all. So we have to confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and in our heart we believe. And that is the reason why every one of us is gathered here. <coughs> Uh, God put something on my heart some time ago that I want to share with you today. When God gave this revelation to me and I understood who I am and how valuable I am in the sight of the Lord. And after I received that revelation, my thinking, my attitude, my vision towards everything changed. Uh, as most of you know, some time ago our house was burgled. Uh, and I'm grateful to all of you who prayed for us while we were going through very difficult times. And it was as a result of your prayers that we were able to go through those difficult periods. You might be amazed to hear how the burglar entered our home. He entered through a very small window. 
It was there for a very short time. Entered the house, cleared everything and disappeared. But praise the Lord. Uh, God intervened and didn't allow him to do more damage. He could have done more harm, but the Lord would not allow it. Uh, this was a big awakening for us. And we realize that whatever we have, we have to appreciate it and value it. Often we don't value what we already have. We have to appreciate this church. We have to appreciate the brothers who uh, serve the Lord. We really have to value them. Maybe you don't see the kind of service that they give. But it's the result of their hard work and service that we can come here and praise the Lord. Uh, sometimes my wife Jenica forgets how precious her things are, her belongings are. When she entered home, her jewelry and belongings, she left it here, there and everywhere. After the burglar cleared things away. <laughs> Then she appreciated how precious they were. Today we have to realize who we are and how much value we have in his sight. This is a very important point for us to realize who we are, to whom we belong. And every one of us, how precious he is to the Lord. Uh, in Luke chapter 15, we read this story. All of you are familiar with this story. Uh, the youngest son goes to the father and asks for his share of the inheritance. He takes his inheritance and uh, blows it all away in unworthy manner. When all the money is gone, he realizes the mistake he's made and returns to the father. Father welcomes him, throws a banquet, gives him a new cloak and a new ring. But but the elder son is not happy. He is uncomfortable. He starts complaining to his father. I have served you loyally for many years. Whatever you have said, I have been obedient to your words. You have given me nothing up to now. I have not been able to enjoy the things that are here. I have not enjoyed them. The father gives a very nice answer to the elder son. 
My son, whatever I have, whatever you have in this home, it all belongs to you. Why are you complaining when everything in this home belongs to you? You haven't enjoyed them. That is not my fault. We are in the same situation. We have many blessings. We don't appreciate them. We don't use them to the most. A child is able to benefit all the blessings that a father has. But this son in the story did not realize that what belonged to the father also belonged to him. And he did not value the things he had in the home, did not value the opportunities he had in the home. Same as us, we only then realize what we had and what we'd lost <laughs> after we'd been murdered. And that's when Jenik realized what had happened. What I want to share with you today is this. Who are we? To whom do we belong? I want to read to you from John chapter 12. It tells us about our identity. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to to become children of God. I firstly mentioned that you are here as a result of your faith. And in here we read that because you believe you are children of God, every one of you here who believes you are a child of God, and you can have the benefit of everything that God has. He can have the benefit of his power. Every believer should have a victorious and powerful life. Should not be defeated by difficulties. Many things, even things that cannot pass through your mind may happen to you. But, but don't forget, you are a child of God. Now, we are going to analyze that as a child of God, what provisions and protections God has provided for him. God has not given us a spirit of fear. It says in Timothy that he did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love. In another words, it says, I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. So you can see what gifts God has given us. 
We should not be a slave to despondency, fear and anxiety. If they come, they attack us, we have to go to the Father. And our Father will answer and will deliver us from moral difficulties and anxieties. We have the assurance once we become a child of God. God has forgiven all our sins. And as a result of that, we can, as a child of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, enter his presence. Do you realize when we say God what that means? He is the creator of the universe. Every plan of our life is in his hands. We are his child and we can freely enter his presence. Therefore, realize who we are and what a high value we have in His sight. Because I'm His child, because I belong to Him, I have peace. We hear about this peace, we hear about this rest in the Word of God, but I don't want to expand on it too much today. I just want to refer to a few verses. He is not a man to leave us one day. He says that I will never leave you or forsake you. I will shelter you under my wings, he says. His grace is upon us daily. His mercy is upon us daily, therefore we can survive and go forward in this world. Why should we therefore live with anxiety and burdens in this world? He thinks of us. He cares, he cares for us. He knows what you need today. As a child, enter his presence. He has promised to answer your needs. Because we have faith in him, because we have accepted him, therefore he has accepted us as his child in Jesus Christ. Because God has accepted me, then I have value in his eyes. In the same way that every child is precious to the parent. I've never come across a parent who doesn't value his child. A child goes through difficulties, a parent goes through difficulties because of the child. Takes care of the child. Has sleepless nights because of the child. Therefore, I have value in God's eyes because He is my Father, He is my Creator. Uh, in John? 
For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Therefore we see that we are God's creation. We are created by his hands. Therefore I have value for him. He will never leave me. Just as the same way I appreciate my children and I value them, my father values me. There's another big issue that comes here. It's not that we chose God. I haven't chosen him as my father. In John 15, verse 16, this is what it says. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. God has chosen us. God has invited us. God has put the faith in our hearts. Therefore, realize this. Your value is very high. And you are a very important person in this world. You are such an important, such a valuable person that God has given you a message for this dark world. In Matthew 5:14 he says, "You are the light of the world." I think What does it mean we are the light of the world? Is it possible to hide the light that no one can see? What will happen if light enters darkness? The world is in darkness today. People are living in darkness and they need our light. Know your value. And also realize the responsibility that you have. Don't hold yourself literally. Don't go under when difficulties come. Take refuge in the Lord and allow him to give you light to be light in this dark world. The same message the same message that we studied at the beginning of my that if you believe in him you will be saved not only you are the light of this world but it also says you are the salt of this world Salt adds flavor to everything. And Jesus likens the believers to salt that gives flavor to everything. Therefore, 
the people around us, the world around us needs you, needs the word that can come out of your mouth. They don't enjoy their lives. Their lives has no flavor. But, but when God has called you to be the salt of this world, you can become flavor for them. We can study many verses about this from the Word of God. God places us in special place. Uh, very briefly today, by showing you these verses, I want you to realize who you are and your value. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. And God raised us You are not a small person to just sit anywhere. God has given you a place in heavenly realms. Don't depreciate your value. There is power in your mouth, in your speech. God has given you that power. Use it. Use it. Whatever you have, tell to the Lord. We analyze what things we have in God and how precious we are to Him. Uh, in our words, we're saying it's hambartsum. Ascension. And quite a lot of us Christians, we celebrate uh, ascension. They eat, they drink, they're jolly. Praise the Lord. But there's a big message here. Uh, in Acts of the Apostles, first chapter, verse 8, it says like this. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. 
After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and the cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him to go into heaven. So here we can see that Jesus is giving us a very valuable gift. Because of the faith that we have, he gives us the Holy Spirit. And it says that the Holy Spirit will be with you and in you. There are many things we can say about the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit leads us in the truth. Holy Spirit gives us peace. Holy Spirit gives us joy. Gives us power. This is what I want to say in conclusion. Have you now realized who you really are? You are the child of God. You are very precious to him. The value is not by gold or silver that is given for us. But we have been purchased by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And we are washed by his precious blood. This is what we are. We have to be powerful. Let us humble ourselves in the presence of the Lord. And ask God to show us who we really are in his So that we can live victoriously from as child of God. And to appreciate our own worth ourselves. I want to add something brief in connection to what we heard from our brother Vazgen this afternoon. Uh, it was an Assyrian church Whoever was preaching, the shepherd of the, the pastor of the church. <laughs> the pastor used to get up and say, our brother preached very nicely, but he left that one thing. <laughs> and that one item that the preacher had left, that would take 45 minutes for the pastor to explain. <laughs> and he would preach longer than the preacher himself. <laughs> so once when I preached in that church, I said that what the pastor is going to say, I'm going to say myself. Uh, 
because we have a few minutes, I want to confirm what we already heard from our brother. Uh, those who know me realize that I give many examples and stories. It was my birthday a few weeks ago, and I realized, we all realized that it's been about 40 years that I'm preaching the word of God. And in that 40 years, I have encountered so many different people that their life has become an example for me. Also, we see that Jesus Christ himself uh, was giving us example from uh, lessons from the heaven by giving every day. Ordinary examples. A little boy had made a little boat. And he loved that boat. Because he had made it himself. And he used to play with it in the sea every day. Yeah, spend a lot of time, put in a lot of effort to make that boat. Unfortunately, the sea was very choppy one day. And the waves of the sea took the boat away. No matter how hard he tried, he wasn't able to get it back. He was very sad. Started to cry. He'd lost his boat. He couldn't retrieve it. The creation of his hand had been taken away from him. After a couple of weeks, in a shop window, he saw his boat. And there was a price on it. Went to the shopkeeper and said, this belongs to me. I have made it. I recognize it. The shopkeeper said, I found it. Now it belongs to me. If you want to have the boat, you have to pay the price. The boy was very upset that he couldn't have the boat, but he tried so hard, he saved the money to be able to get the boat. He bought the boat back. And he made a song. Oh, my beautiful boat. Oh, my little boat. You belong to me twice over. Once I made you and I lost you. Second time I purchased you and now you're Therefore, now I'm never going to let you go. Because I have prayed a big price for you. God created, created us once, but we were lost. But because of sin, we let go what God had planned for us. But second time around, he paid a price for us. And that price was the blood of his son. The price that Brother Vazgen told us today. 
It's as precious as the value of the blood of Jesus. What a high price he has paid for us. I want to give you another example. Uh, dear brother Vazgen said that we are child of God. I don't know what type of a father you've had. Uh, those who have not had a very good father, when we say that God is like your father, they're not very happy because they don't have happy memories from their own dad. But I can assure you that our heavenly father is totally different. Yes. Uh, my father told me a story and maybe I've heard that story hundred times over. But every time it had a particular effect on me. And once I heard that story, I felt a paternal love. And I want to share with you. And I want you to appreciate that this is the kind of emotion that your Heavenly Father has towards you. Uh, the government captures a father and a son because of the wrong they had done. And there are some authorities in countries like Iran that they strike you. First of all, they started attending to the father and they struck him 50 times. And he, in a manly way, he endured it. Then it comes the turn of the sun. When they struck him the first time, the father started yelling and throws himself over the sun. And he says, I beg you, the remainder 49 strikes applied to me. They were amazed. We struck you 50 times, you didn't whisper. How come when we struck your son once you're yelling and screaming? The 50 you struck to my back. But the one you struck to my heart. The heart cannot endure if it's been struck. If you get the liver or the heart, actually, we would translate the heart, and you squeeze it, blood starts oozing out. Can you believe that we are the heart of the Lord? <laughs> Today I was telling my niece that she is my jigger and we were trying to explain to her what it is. She said, I said, cannibalism, you want to eat me? <laughs> Who is it that comes and tells us that we don't have value? I can assure you it is not our father. And it is not the voice of the father that we hear. Don't listen to that 
And remember that the duties that you have. And ask God to help us to believe that we have a duty for him. And to live doing that duty. Praise you, Heavenly Father. Praise you for the duty that you give us. Praise you for the value that you put on us. Praise you for the position we have Word in you. That you have given us. Praise you for the blood of Jesus. That you have purchased us through him. Thank you Father we praise you that we have honor in your presence. You have honored us. And continue to honor us. You listen to our prayers. Uh, you have mercy towards us. You take care of us. You provide for us. You provide our needs. You share in our pains and sorrows. You've taken our burdens upon you. You've taken our sicknesses upon you. Praise you, Father, that we have a Father like you. We praise you for your love. Help us to open our spiritual eyes so we realize our position in you. Help us to be victorious Christians but to live as powerful victorious Christians. To realize that we are that we are leaders in the Lord. And we believe that we can do all things through Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. Praise you, Father. Let us praise Him. Hallelujah. Please come. The last thing that you sang. Yes. Mian Kamalais Yerki Yerkenge Ampok Chokov Yisheng. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
God put a burden on my heart to pray for those people who have sorrow, who have burdens in their heart. Right now to pray for them. Uh, I do know that although we do realize our position in the Lord, because of the burdens we have, we cannot rejoice as we should. You don't need to tell me your burdens right now. Maybe it is very personal. But whatever burdens and issues that you have in your heart that is bringing you down right now, we want to commit them to the Lord now. The word of God says, give your burdens to the Lord. Because he cares for you. Whatever anxiety and burden you have, cast them onto him. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, all those who are downcast amongst us, who are broken hearted, 
have lost their hope. Those who have lost the joy of their salvation. Those whose victorious life has been clouded over. Those who don't find themselves happy in your presence. And for different reasons are in depression. We pray for them right now. Heavenly Father, help us to trust you with all these issues and to commit them unto you and be delivered of them. By the way, we pray for Vana and Vartan right now so that you can be with them in Iran. And to console them through the power of the Holy Spirit at the last of their mouth. And give them your peace. And give them the joy and hope of your salvation. In your precious name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.